So, it's a reading of a chapter which is Project Management Framework. This is a very important chapter. Yes, we could say that for every chapter in this book as they will add to your understanding of project management. But this chapter is especially important because it provides the key terms and concepts you will need to know to understand the other chapters in this book to pass the PMP exam. Understanding what is presented here will make the rest of your standing easier. Look for gaps in your knowledge as you read on. Now, fundamentals, uh, fundamental project management concept. The basic knowledge and the key concept in this chapter will serve as a foundation of your understanding of project management as a whole. Project selection, project roles, and an organization business environment. Together, these components make up uh, the framework for project management. Now, definition of a project. Many people call their work a project uh, when it is not. On the exam, a project is assumed to have the following characteristic. It's a temporary endeavor with a beginning and end, and it creates a unique product, service, or result. Does the exam ask, what is a project? No but it will describe situations and in your analysis of those situations you will need to ask questions such as is this a project being described so what is a project if you are if your project if your manager walked into your office today and said the system is broken can you figure out what is wrong with it and fix it would this be a project? Are you reading on before you thought through the question? So let me repeat the question. To make you think through this statement. So the manager says, the system is broken. Can you figure out what is wrong with it and fix it? So read it again and think about your answer. This is an important concept both for exam and in the real world. You must first take uh, what you are given and organize the work in appropriate projects for each project a life cycle. The project planning process will produce schedules and budgets. Can you schedule fix it? If you do not know what is wrong, you can't. There may be two or more projects in the previous scenario. The process and domains chapter goes into more detail about dividing work into the projects and life cycle phases. So now we uh, just switch over to the Tim's note and this says uh, project management framework to understand in order to understand the project we have to understand the environment around uh, the project and that's what we are doing here. We'll define project and distinguish between portfolio programs and project. 
we will describe stakeholders identify their role in the project we will recognize the roles of the project management office we will explain the influences on project environments will differentiate between project life cycle and a product life cycle companies are rain and rusted in selling products and services and what we are looking at project is the changes that we create in order to have product or services we'll discuss the business document for some reason we will explain project management processes uh, map and framework we will describe organization structure for some reason now let's define a role first roles are the group of tasks performed by one or more individual or a group or identity now a team is a role and uh, it's a group of tasks uh, project manager is a role sponsor is a role one person can have more than one role one role can be performed by more than one person you can have someone who manages the team and someone who manages the budget but they are doing this project management well let's understand the basis of the project what is a project benefits of the project management why do some project fails and roles in project management that we have already described you a bit that roles are the group of tasks performed by one or more individual group or identity so first of all what is the project according to the pmi project is a temporary endeavor undertaken to create unique product services or result temporary means the project has a specific start the project starts when it is approved the project has a specific end the project ends when the deliverables are transitioned unique means never been performed quite in this manner before and require its own plan deliverable is something that I hand over or deliver at the end it can be product something physical service a series of action i perform result a particular outcome now project characteristic the projects are performed by people project are constrained by limited resources constraint means limiting factor something that limits us for example we only have twenty-five thousand to finish off this project the project needs to be completed before the end of november projects are executed once and completed projects are planned executed and controlled projects are temporary in nature projects differ from operations operation are ongoing and repetitive while project are unique temporary endeavors that means temporary and unique endeavors operations characteristic they are ongoing they don't uh, have to end operations are repetitive do they, they do the same thing over and over for example if you're manufacturing a plastic duck and each duck is identified off the assembly line mm, uh, mm, that is a operation okay I'll repeat for example if you are manufacturing plastic ducks and each duck is identical off the assembly line that is a operation however if you are upgrading or changing the manufacturing process that is a project project contains certain repetitive elements but the elements do not change its unique characteristic I saw a question on the exam on a project management.com referring the same so whenever we use the word sprint or phase gate 
Uh, now sprint is uh, on the agile part. Uh, uh, phase gate is what we will see in predictive lifestyle. These are the pieces of the project. We say operations generate revenue and projects are the way to control the change in an organization. We use project to control change in operations. Examples of the operations can be printing monthly checks, server maintenance. Projects have definitive beginning and end. Projects have varied durations ranging from very short, less than three months to very long, more than five years. Projects are completed when the defined objectives are met. And what is an objective? Okay. So objective is why of the project. That means why the project is required. What is the objective? Why the project is required. So if the project is built a box, the objective is we require the box to protect the switch on the manufacturing tool. The goals or objective. And you know why projects fail. We are discussing about why projects fails. Projects are failed when the goals and objective cannot be met within budget, scheduled resources and chosen technology. Projects fail when the funding is exhausted. Projects fails when need to execute the project has changed or been eliminated due to competition, regulation, legal and compliance issue. The legal compliance issue result in project closure. Now closing the project early does not mean the project has failed. Many times it's the best possible outcome. Project manager don't close the project. Project manager finds who make the decision later. When decision is made, the project manager oversee the project closure. Now what drives the project? The main three motives of driving the projects are to drive change, to enable business value, and to meet increasingly complex set of challenges. Now these are the three fundamentals that drive the project. To drive change. Now projects exist to make changes, transform business from one state to another, strategic shift, organizational growth, mergers and acquisitions. To enable business value, which is new market opportunities, response to competition, global expansion and decreasing profit margin. And let me explain what is decreasing profit margin. Now before uh, discussing decreasing profit margin, we we are, we are uh, explaining decreasing profit margin to you on project drivers and we are speaking about the second project driver the first being to drive change the second was uh, to enable business value value is something that we explained to you in PMI code of ethics is something that I hold in high esteem we look at business value which is uh, revenue and uh, or often profit so decreasing profit margins that was in to enable business value. If you have a product on the store shelf that never changes over time, that product must drop its price or it won't be sold. If however you change something about it, you can retain a higher price over the longer time. And that's why projects are used over a business value on decreasing profit margins.
and any change is called a project. So you are exactly creating a change on a product which is there on your store shelf. Okay, you're going to change something about it so that it maintains the same profit margin. And any change is called a project and this is why projects are needed in business okay in the phase of decreasing profit margins and we have a third reason the projects are also needed to meet increasingly complex set of challenges as the world changes it gets more and more complex and we are living to that complexity right now technology world market legal and regulatory issues other environmental factors now we already stated you the reasons for project failure research has identified the top top reasons for project failures now requirements that are ambiguous misunderstood or incorrect and let's define what is requirement are we define your objective objective is why of the project okay we need a box to protect the switch board am i right now we are talking about requirements so what are the requirements are so requirements that the project have to have requirements are the projects have to have for example build a box requirement are box must be black box size must be 20 centimeter into 20 centimeter into 20 centimeter if requirements are ambiguous you can't say what you are going to have at the end of your journey of the journey you you don't know what's your destinations so projects fail when the requirement are ambiguous Project fail when controlling cost and schedule. And that's also the primary reason why business like project because they naturally control uh, cost and the schedule. Project fail because the scope creep happens which is an uncontrollable change. Project fail because the sponsor not actively involved in the project strategy and direction. The sponsor is another role. He approves the project funding uh, resources also as investor the sponsor can decide to close the project early now project plan that is non-existent out of date incomplete or poorly constructed that is another reason for the project failure project plan that is non-existent out of date incomplete and poorly constructed frequent changes to the assigned project manager that is one of the reasons why the project fail project teams external uh, uh, and in-house resources where responsibility and relationship are not clearly defined in writing this is another reason why product uh, why project fail no clear definition of benefits and deliverable that will produce them Project fail because there is poor or no change control. Project fail because there is inappropriate or insufficient skill. Now that brings us on to the definition of project management. Project management is the application of knowledge, skills, tools and technique to project activities to meet the project requirements. It is accomplished through appropriate application and integration of project management processes identified for the project. It enables organization to execute projects effectively and efficiently. Project activities. That's where the team role is in creating the box. 
knowledge, skills, tools and technique is where the project manager is controlling the work. We know what is appropriate. Appropriate is necessary. Necessary uh, is that it ensures success and minimizes failure. So by appropriate application and integration, we mean tailoring. And that brings us on to the topic of project management methodology. Now project management is a formalized approach to manage a unique product service or result. Methodology is about these standards and good practices. So project methodologies uh, is defined as what we follow, what we incorporate, it applies to the various industries and where it can be tailored to. So the project methodologies follows five process group, it follows 10 knowledge areas and 49 processes. It incorporates what? Standard documentation, standard processes and approaches and applies to cross industries, oil and gas, construction, medical, healthcare. And let me define what standard is. Standard means good practice. It doesn't mean law and rule you have to follow. It means that we have figured out that there are better way to do it and if you follow you will get better result. And methodology is so flexible that it can be applied across multiple industries. And that brings us on to the concept of tailoring. The project manager works with the project team and other stakeholders to determine the use of appropriate, that is necessary, generally recognized good practices for each project. Determining the appropriate or necessary combination of processes, inputs, tools and technique and life cycle phases to manage the project is referred to as tailoring. Because we have standards and good practices, we can actually factor this to meet the specific project and organization needs. Necessary maximizes success, minimizes failure. Mindset of the project manager should be, it's not my decision that has to be the standard. It has to be the best decision that will be made as a standard. And let's talk about the value of the project management. The project management contributes to the organizational success. Project management also contributes to continuous improvement. It helps by completing the project on time, within the allocated time, within the budget cost, at a proper specification level. Specification has to do with quality and doing it correctly. The project management uh, sets up the acceptance from customer, sponsor and user within the minimally agreed upon scope changes. That's a new word, scope. Scope is the deliverable and the work required to create it. That is a scope. 
So we do all this without disturbing the main flow of the organization. There is something called continuity. How organization and business keep going around us. One great value of the project manager is how we structure the work without interruption. The unique effort of project management require innovative thinking and planning in advance. While similar efforts may have taken place in the past, the situational and the environmental, legal, regulatory and technological changes require a unique approach. You may have a template for a project, but every project requires a unique approach. There is no project that exists within the same time situation and a space of any other project. Now let's go on to the RETA. So tricks of the trade. In preparing for the exam, be sure your definition of the project is in alignment with the PIMBOK guide. Think of a project as something new to an organization that has not been done before. When taking the exam, you must identify the development approach. You should have a large project in mind. If an exam question uses a predictive approach, you should also know that the exam will test your knowledge of agile projects. which may be smaller, but embrace adopting to change. Now, let's come on to the stakeholders. So let's define stakeholders from the Tim's note. It says any individual group or organization who may affect, be affected by, or even perceive itself to be affected by the decision, activity, or outcome of a project, program, or portfolio, is known as stakeholders. Stakeholders can be tangible or intangible. Note competitors are stakeholders. It's a blind eye that ignores negative stakeholders and only focuses on the positive stakeholders. What's at stake for her. That's the stakeholder. We read that in the stakeholder management, which is 13th knowledge area. Or I would say 10th knowledge area. Now from the RETA, stakeholders are any people or organization whose interest may be positively or negatively impacted by the project or the product of the project. Stakeholders are any people or organization whose interest may be positively or negatively impacted by the project or the product of the project. They include the project manager and team, customer and a sponsor, but also can include individuals and group. You may not have thought about before, such as the project management office, portfolios, managers, program managers, functional or operational managers, 
business analyst and other departments or group within the organization marketing legal or customer service for example stakeholders may be actively involved in the project work or may fill an advisory role now stakeholders may be external to the organization including the government regulators consultants sellers end users customers taxpayers banks and other financial institutions although the stakeholder chapter include in-depth discussion of stakeholder management stakeholders are discussed throughout this book because a project manager should analyze and manage the needs and the levels of influence of a stakeholders throughout a project and in balance with project constraint so project management now project management is both the science and an art the science is the systematic process of managing the project work efficiently and effectively to deliver the planned results this includes tailoring efforts to meet the needs of the project and using appropriate processes and tools to accommodate or accomplish the work the art of the project management relates to how project manager uses a skill such as influencing organizing strategizing and other interpersonal and team skills this systematic process of managing project takes many forms that exist along a continuum from predictive approaches to agile and hybrid approaches as described below so when we explain this uh, this is something from the tense note that i'm switching over now types of development cycle it's predictive which is plan driven iterative that means repeat incremental that means add details and that means the scope is determined earlier but the cost estimates are regularly modified and then we have agile agile is different from iterative and incremental in agile the scope is defined and approved before the start of an iteration that is an agile agile take opportunities from pivots to make the value better we use agile to ensure greater success and minimize failure where projects can maximize advantage of this now let's distinguish between you know on the parameters of requirement deliverability change stakeholders and risk so on the five parameters let's differentiate between what is the approach that a predictive project management will follow what is the approach that iterative and incremental will follow and what is the approach that an agile or an adoptive approach will follow so let's talk about the requirements in predictive the requirements are defined upfront before the development begins 
in incremental and iterative requirements can be escalated at periodic intervals during delivery. In agile and adoptive requirements are elaborated frequently during delivery. Now let's talk about the deliverability or deliver. In predictive, the delivery is well defined. In iterative and incremental delivery can be divided into subset of overall product. In agile, delivery occurs frequently with customer valued subset of the overall project. Now from the change perspective, in predictive, change is constrained as much as possible. In incremental and iterative, change is incorporated at periodic intervals. In agile, change is incorporated in real-time delivery. And now from the stakeholder point of view, in predictive, stakeholders are involved at a specific milestone. In iterative and incremental, stakeholders are regularly involved. In agile, stakeholders are, const are continuously involved. Now from the risk perspective, in predictive, risk and cost are controlled by detailed planning of mostly knowable consideration. In iterative and incremental, risk and cost are controlled by progressively elaborating the plans with new information. In Agile, risk and cost are controlled as requirement and constraint emerge. At this point, po point of time, I cannot stop myself to look, have a look at the Agile. What do you feel? Now, something from the, uh, you know, PMI ACP exam prep book 2 from uh, the first chapter is Agile principle and mindset. In this chapter, we will define some key concepts that provide the foundation for the material presented in the rest of this book. In essence, this chapter sets the stage for understanding Agile for the PMI ACP exam. It summarizes the Agile mindset and methodologies, outlines the major Agile methodologies, and explores the nature of Agile leadership and how it differs from the traditional management. So this is something that we are going to look. How Agile differs from the traditional management. Even when the, an exam question deals with a specific tool or technique, an understanding of a broader Agile framework will often be required to answer it correctly. So if you are faced with a question that appears to have two or more reasonable answers, think about underlining values and principles of Agile explained in this chapter to help you make the right selection. Why use Agile? Let's start with a basic question. Why do we need another approach for running projects anyway? Isn't a method like the one extensively documented in PIMBOK guide sufficient? The answer is simple. Different types of project require different methods. 
in our everyday lives we continually customize our approach depending on the situation often in small and stubble ways for example we choose what information to communicate and how to present it based on our audience we don't approach any issue we face in the exact same way like a robot instead we adjust our methods to be to be most effective for each situation this is same concept the same concept is applied to the projects and some project especially knowledge work project whenever you hear the term agile agile are for knowledge work project so especially knowledge work projects in a fast moving complex environment call for an agile approach so knowledge work project in a fast moving complex environment call for a agile approach now let's clarify you on the knowledge work projects the knowledge work projects are different first let's discuss a little history that isn't tested on exam but will help you set the scene initially humans wandered the earth as hunter gatherers when people started planting crops and herding animals it changed society and work this was agricultural revolution as a result people wandered less and they lived and worked in one place the next big transformation came with the development of machines and factories when people left their farms and villages to move into cities this was industrial revolution which eventually led to the development of many classic project management tools and concepts including gantt charts functional decomposition and localized labor we know what we speak about functional decomposition wbs localized labor is something that on your resource management in turn these development led to the creation of more advanced project management tools such as work breakdown structure the latest stage which we are in now is the information revolution so we are where now we are in the information revolution this revolution is focused on information and collaboration rather than manufacturing it places value on the ownership of knowledge and the ability to use that knowledge to create and improve goods and services the information revolution relies 
on knowledge workers. These are people with subject matter expertise who communicate their knowledge and take part in analysis or development efforts. Knowledge workers are not only found in the IT industries, they are also engineers, teachers, scientists, lawyers, doctors, writers and many other employed today. In fact, knowledge workers have become the largest segment of the North American workforce. So what makes the knowledge work project different from the manufacturing projects? To find out, let's compare the key characteristic of the industrial work and the knowledge work. So here we are going to describe you the characteristic of the in, uh, industrial work and the characteristic of the knowledge work. Characteristic of an industrial work. Work is visible. Work is a stable. Emphasis is on running things. More structure with fewer decision. Focus on right answers. Define the task. Command and control. Strict standards. Focus on quantity. Measure performance to strict standards. Minimize cost of workers for a task. This was the characteristic of industrial work. Now we come on to the characteristic of knowledge work. So where the characteristic of industrial work was work is visible, the characteristic of a knowledge work is work is invisible. Where the characteristic of industrial work was work is stable, characteristic of a knowledge work is work is changing. Where the characteristic of the industrial work was emphasis was on running things, characteristic of a knowledge work is characteris emphasis is on changing things. Where the characteristic of an individual uh, industrial work is more structure with fewer decisions, the characteristic of a knowledge work is less structure with more decisions. Where the characteristic of the industrial work was focus on right answers. Characteristic of a knowledge work is focus on right questions. Where the characteristic of an industrial work was define the task. Characteristic of a knowledge work is understand the task. Where the characteristic of industrial work was command and control. Characteristic of a knowledge work is give autonomy. Where the characteristic of industrial work is strict standards characteristic of a knowledge work is give autonomy that we already explained you continuous innovation where the characteristic of industrial work is focus on quantity characteristic of a knowledge work is focus on quality where the characteristic of industry industrial work is measure performance to strict standards characteristic of a knowledge work is continuously learn and teach where the characteristic of an industrial work is minimize cost of workers for a task. Characteristic of a knowledge work is treat workers as assets, not as cost. When knowledge work projects become more common, people found that the communication and collaboration involved in these projects made work more 
uncertain and less definable than industrial work. As people tried to apply industrial work techniques to knowledge work projects, frustration and project failure increased. Agile methods were developed in response to this problem. Agile pointers collected the most effective technique for knowledge work and adopted them for use on projects. Experimenting to see what worked best. This new initiative began in the software development field but it is now used in all kinds of knowledge work projects. This development of the agile method took place over many years and was done by different people. As a result, Agile has multiple methodologies that use different terminology. For example, Scrum calls it time-boxed. Development, efforts, sprints, while XP calls them iterations. This chapter will establish a framework for understanding the Agile mindset and explain some fundamental concepts you need to understand to do well on the PMI-ACP exam. Now there is something which is good to explore from the PMI-ACP exam that the topic is defined versus empirical or empirical process. Defined versus empirical process. Let's go on to the Google to check the meaning of empirical. So empirical is originating in or based on observation or experience. And this is how you pronounce it. Empirical. 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 So you got it. It's uh, defined versus empirical. Now what is empirical? Originating in or based on observation or experience is empirical. So defined versus empirical process. Another way of looking at uh, the difference between the knowledge work and the industrial work is to examine the different kinds of processes they use. Industrial work typically uses the defined process. While knowledge work relies on the empirical process. In a defined process, as the name implies, we can define the constituent steps in advance. If we know the optimum way to tie our shoelaces and then we can follow the same process each time. So if we know to op if we know the optimum way to tie our shoelaces, then we can follow the same process each time. This is typically the most efficient way to proceed for a well understood project in an unchanging environment such as construction project 
that use well understood materials and building approaches. In fact, most industrial projects can be planned and managed by using defined approach. But what we are talking, we are talking about empirical approach or empirical process. Where knowledge work relies on the empirical process. Other processes are not as well defined. When faced with new or uncertain process such as building an underwater home for the first time or using carbon nanotube instead of steel there will be many unknowns and uncertainties involved in the risk and solution required for the new environment and materials. When faced with such uncertainty, a process of trial and experiment is required to determine what works, surface issue, and incrementally built or small successes. The resulting process will be iterative and incremental. We illustrate it to you. What is iterative? Adds detail. What is incremental? Adds. Oh, sorry. We define you iterative means repeats. Incremental adds detail. So the resulting process will be iterative and incremental with frequent reviews and adoption. The result is empirical process. Now this approach is required for projects where the execution stage is characterized by uncertainty and risk. In other words, projects that would benefit from the agile approach. Now the agile mindset. It's a knowledge and skill that I'm talking about. Although there are a lot of tools, practices and concepts that you will need to know about PMIACP exam. The underlining goal of the exam question isn't really to test specific knowledge. Instead, the exam wants you, wants to see if you have a comprehensive grasp of what it means to be agile, not just do agile. So being agile isn't simply a matter of using certain set of tools or practices or following a specific methodology. Agility really involves adopting to new mindset, way of thinking that is based on agile values and principles. The most common statement of these values and principle is the agile manifesto, which we will examine in detail in the next section of this chapter. But first, let's look at some of the general characteristic of Agile Mindset. We'll start with the Declaration of Independence. Oh, oh, oh. We'll start with the Declaration of Interdependence, written, by 2000, written in 2005 by co-founders of Agile Project Leadership Network. Now the Agile Leadership Network. So we'll start with the Declaration of Interdependence written in 2005 
by the co-founders of Agile Project Leadership Network. Now, Agile Leadership Network, this document outlines six precepts. Now, that's a new word. Now, the first word that we uh, just studied now was empirical, and we know now what is empirical, relies on knowledge. And here, while discussing uh, Declaration of Interdependence written in 2005, uh, 2005 by co-founders of Agile Project Leadership Network, now the Agile Leadership Network, we are going to outline six precepts. Now, what are, what are precepts? Precepts. A general rule intended to regulate behavior or thought. That is precepts. Pronounce it. Precept. Precept. So, outlining the six precepts of Declaration of Interdependence, written in 2005 by co-founders of Agile Project Leadership Network. And these precepts are we increase return on investment by making continuous flow of value our focus. We deliver reliable results by engaging customer in frequent interaction and shared ownership. We accept uncertainty and manage for it through iterations, anticipation and adoption. We unleash creativity and innovation by recognizing that individuals are the ultimate source of value and create an environment where they can make a difference. We boost performance through group accountability for results and shared responsibility for team effectiveness. We improve effectiveness and reliability through situationally specific strategies, processes and practices. Since the Declaration of Interdependence is aimed at leaders, it focuses on the management side of the Agile project. The six principles can serve as a kind of top-line summary, summary to introduce you to the Agile mindset, although the Declaration of Interdependence won't be tested on the exam. Read through the six statements again and see if you understand them. Okay, reading it in the backward order, we improve effectiveness and reliability through situationally specific strategies, processes and practices. We boost performance through group accountability for results and shared responsibility for team effectiveness. We unleash creativity and innovation by recognizing that individuals are the ultimate source of value and creating an environment where they can make a difference. We accept uncertainty and manage through and manage for it through iterations, anticipation and adoption. We deliver reliable results by engaging customers in a frequent interactions and shared ownership. We increase the return on investment by making continuous flow of value our focus. If this mindset sounds very different from 
the working environment you are used to then you will need to carefully study this chapter in order to do well on the exam the exam questions require you to have a firm grasp of agile thinking they can't be answered simply by memorizing information exam tip in this section the agile mindset we are representing or we are presenting various perspectives on or aspects of the agile way of thinking with the exceptions of the inverted agile triangle discussed below this information won't be directly tested on the exam here your goal is simply to provide a basic answer to the question what is agile so we just read declaration of interdependence moving on here is another way of summing up the core agile the core principles of agile welcome change and we can replace that from which statement so the statement that says we increase return on investment by making continuous flow of value our focus that does not go with welcome change the second statement we deliver reliable results by engaging customers in frequent interactions and shared ownership that does not go with welcome change yes the third statement that says we expect uncertainty and manage it through iterations anticipation and adoption goes with welcome change the second working in small value added increments this goes working in a small value added increments this goes with the statement we deliver reliable results by engaging customer in frequent interactions and shared ownership using built and feedback loops that is we improve effectiveness and reliability through situationally specific strategies processes and practices learning through discovery value driven development failing fast with learning continuous delivery and continuous improvement so what was summarized in declaration of interdependence the six points can be summarized as welcome change working in a small value added increments using built and feedback loops learning through discovery value driven development failing fast with learning continuous delivery and continuous improvement as you think about this list remember that agile isn't just a matter of adopting practices designed to achieve these outcomes we actually have to take the agile mindset to heart and use it to guide our approach applying agile values and principle to how to use agile methods changes not only our approach but also the effectiveness of the practices this is the difference between being agile and doing agile
the wonderful uh, figure which is there on ACP, uh, PMI ACP exam prep. It's uh, figure 1.1, being agile and doing agile. Uh, we will explore that further.